Rabbi said this week's parasha, as we know, has in it the Aseris Vadebrois, and has within that Zohar Sirema Shabbos Lekadshay. So we cannot go past this week without discussing a Pesainian in Shabbos Kodesh. And I wanted to do something a little bit different. Normally we go through like the Malachas, we pick like a subject, we pick one of the Lamatis Malachas, or one of the Xavier's de Rabbonons, and we discuss those. Well, I want to do something a little bit different today, possibly tomorrow, maybe even Sunday. And that is to go through a topic that, nest, that covers a lot of different topics. In other words, to learn this in Shulchan Aruch is going to be difficult because you're going to have to go from semen to semen. But we're going to sort of compact it into one idea and we're going to try to go from there. What I want to discuss today is a common shayla and I want to go through all the issues, all the problems that could come up with this shayla and that is cholent. Dailiga cholent. Let's talk about all the shaylas that could be negaya with cholent. Whether it means taking it off, closing the lid, whether it means mixing it, taking cholent from it, adding water, putting it back, all the different shaylas that come in, and there's many of them, to how to eat it, what bracha to make, that's a whole different shayla. But I'll upon him, there is a minig, I have yet to find them a car, if somebody finds me a car, please let me know. The minig, say yeshivish a minig, that you have to eat cholent Friday night. Right, you taste the bissel, right? Shaila, if the cholent is so good the next day, because the mice, when you take it out, right, the water goes down. It's, it's a lambdas. Okay, it's not for now. It's not for now. We'll do that during Ian Seder. We'll talk about that. But al Kaponim, what's that? Thursday night cholent, that's a whole different din. That's a different din. No, there's a din gavra, there's a din chefza, whatever. Al Kaponim, the din to have cholent Friday night is a chosh of a zach. So the question is, if you don't know what you're doing, very likely you're assuring your cholent for Shabbos morning. Right, people don't don't cut that. Very likely, you could be answering a challenge Shabbos morning. If you really don't know what to do, you could be over many isurei da'araisa and darabonons, and could affect whether or not you're allowed to eat the challenge Shabbos morning. I have been places where they told me what they did Friday night on the challenge. They took it off, whatever it was, the whole situation. They told me, is it okay? And I smile, I'm like, uh, no, but now don't serve me any cholent now because I'm stuck. Because now I can't eat it, right? It actually sometimes asks it even with the Evet. So there are many, many shailas I want to go through. We are not going to do justice to every shaila because every shaila requires a shebifne atzmoy, right? I could spend theoretically 25 shurim just on discussing every shaila that's for gay, but we're going to give it a little bit of a summary. Shabbos is coming, the Heiligulub Blinerov. Um, the Lebrinerov would never make Kiddush on Shabbos, Friday night, without chaz- doing Chazorah of the Gantzil Shabbos. Wow. Shabbos is coming, I need to do Chazorah. How am I, I going to keep Shabbos if I don't know what to do? So you create Chazorah, the Gantzil Shabbos before Shabbos. So I don't know if we'll get there, right? But it's a Shi'if, it's a goal that we could try and get to. And let's discuss at least whatever we can that we're going to get to the Shaila. Okay, we're going to listen carefully. Because we're going to go through a lot of shilas, and it's going to be very, very interesting, and it's very, very good. These are practical things you have to know every single week. Be'ez Hashem for the rest of your life. Your wife's going to ask you this question. No, no, Nayak is going to ask you this question. What is it? What's good? What were you doing in yeshiva all those years? Tell me. I got to take up the children. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably okay. No, that, that obvious answer you say to your wife. It's, yeah, it sounds okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. The next morning you go over to the other set. I did something, I did it last. Could, could, could you tell me if that's right? You know, normally, when people ask those shilas, it normally means they're doing something wrong, but they're find, trying to find the justification. Okay, so it could be a shilah of shalom bias. You have to be careful how to answer the shilah, because you don't want to get involved in all sorts of problems over there. Right, I, once, I, I told you this already, right? I once answered a shilah on the phone. A woman calls up, and she asks a shilah on the phone. I don't remember what the shilah was. Nothing, nothing crazy, whatever it was. And uh, I answered the shilah. It was a pretty straightforward shilah. And I heard straight away when I gave the answer, You see, I told you I'm right! Uh-huh. There you go. 
Gavaldi Gishim Bocha. Boruch Hashem. Okay, so let's discuss the Shailas. Number one, <coughs> the first Shaila we have to get to is the Shaila of Bishal. Right? Now, the Bishal could be a game in a few sections. Number one, the problem with the Cholent itself is it fully cooked? Now, we're going to discuss that on many different levels. That's number one. Number two, we're going to just, by the way, we're going to go through the derises, maybe, before we get to the Durabolans, okay? So number one, Bishal on the Cholent itself, and number two, Bishal on the water. So obviously, if you want to add water to Cholent, right, we'll start with that. The Cholent's getting a little bit dry, it's Friday night, I want to add some water. What's the halacha? What do I do? What can I do? What can I not do? And how can I do it, okay? We'll talk about Basel Cholov as well, but Ezel Shem, it's very, very negay as well, filling it up from the urn, does it make it trafe? Can you have a coffee tomorrow morning with milk from that urn? We'll, we'll get to that as well, but Ezel Shem. But first, we'll get to the obvious ones. And that is adding water. So obviously the water that you add has to be A, boiling hot, and number two, has to come from a source of heat. Because you're putting it onto a source of heat, right? I sat next to a guy when I was a Rosh in Ganigola. So I sat next to a Chassidish guy who was probably married, I think, 14 years, I think he told me. And he says to me like this, he says to me, right, you're allowed to add filtered water into the Cholent, even if it's cold, but it's already been filtered, so it's okay, you can put it into the Cholent. like... 14 years of marriage. Ah, Gavaldik. Right? Machal Shabbos every single week. Right? Bosh didn't know. He thought if it was filtered, you're allowed. It doesn't make a difference if it was previously cooked. It doesn't make a difference if it was hot. Because at the end of the day, where is it coming from? It has to come from an urn or on a kettle. Somewhere that's al Ha'esh. Because you're putting it onto somewhere that's on the Aish. Meaning you're putting it into the Cholent, which is either on the crock pot or it's on a pan on the fire or on the blech or something like that. So it has to come from a place that's fully cooked. So that's the first and most obvious thing when you're filling up the water of the Cholent. You've got to make sure that the water is A, boiling hot, which it will be if it comes from a, a source of heat. And it's coming from a place of heat, right? You can't put it, for example... Somebody once asked me, are you allowed to put it in from an urn, right? You have an urn, you know, one of these flasks, not connected to the chashmal. It just keeps it warm, right? You go, for example, on vacation with these things. You take a coffee in there, it keeps it hot. Are you allowed to take boiling hot water from there and put it into the no. Obviously not. Why? It's not coming from a place of heat. It has to come from a source of heat. It has to go from an ash to an ash. If it's off the ash, you can't put it in, because that's a shail of Chazorah, or the sin al says, we're not going to go into exactly all the names, but al him. it has to come from a place of heat, okay? That is number one. Number two, the cholent itself, right, has to be 100% cooked. Now, we will discuss, if you take it off and it's not cooked, can you put it back? We'll get into that. We'll talk about putting it back, holding it, not holding it with moisture. We'll get into all of those sugyas. We'll, get to, we'll talk about the lid as well, but as is Hashem Yisbar. We'll get into all these shilas. Now, so it has to be that the, the, the cholent is fully cooked. If the cholent is not fully cooked, by the way, you cannot add liquid to it. Okay, so if the cholent is fully co- not fully cooked, by the way, there's not much you can do. So if you want to add, or if you know that you may have to add water into the cholent sometime on Shabbos, make sure that you put the cholent on early enough that it will basically be fully cooked at the point that you may want to take it off, put it back on, open the lid, add water, or whatever it may be. If it's not fully cooked, there's nothing you can do. Next, Shailu Rabbi Say. Yeah. You mean in the Nafki minute, well, like Abbe Bishel, if you put the kosher, ketchup is already cooked already, so in Bishel, a so it could be, even if you, brown sugar. Okay, recipes, if anybody wants to share their recipes for Tron, send it in, awetrog.net.il. We'll go over there, together with your donation, obviously, then we will take every recipe seriously. Okay, Rabbi Sai. So now, the, shal, the next shal is like this, right? There is a machloikis Rishonim as follows. The machloikis Rishonim, this is brought down in Simon Shinyat Chesif, 
Hey, that talks about the Machlekes Rishonim, about Bishel Achatzli or Tzli Achabishel. Meaning as follows, Rabbi Sai. Let's just clarify. There is a Shaila. When I reheat something, Bishel Achabishel, is that Mutter or is it Asa? Right? Am I allowed to recook something that was previously cooked? Without going into all the details, Halacha Lamaisa, a schnitzel, a piece of chicken, a kegel, whatever it may be, a piece of potato, a rice, all of those things that have been previously cooked, I'm allowed to recook them. In inverted commas, right? It's not really recooking, it's called reheating it. What's that? Heating it up. Very good. Now, you have to know how to do it. I'd like to put on the blech, in the oven. We're not going into all those shalas right now. However, a liquid that became cold, like chicken soup, you're not allowed to heat it up. Because why? That's beautiful. So, buy a solid, no problem. Buy a liquid, problem. What if you change the way of cooking something? For example, what if you bake something that was previously cooked? What if you cook something that was previously baked? Classic example. Classic example is putting bread or croutons or anything similar to that into your soup. Bread is baked. Or for example, to make this even more negaya, on Pesach, <coughs> those of you, for example, that have egg lotion, right? Very common egg lotion, right? Gavaldic. It's, it's, it's a big thing, no? No. Do, do, kids fight, do kids fight about these things, no? It's not just in my house, right? So it's, a, it's a big thing. Egg lotion. How much did you get? How much did you get? I don't know why eggs, for some reason, are not exciting to anybody. But on Pesach, in the chicken soup, for some reason, it's exciting. Because on Pesach, you've got nothing else to eat. Right? No, automatically, you're hungry on Pesach. You're just starving for whatever it is. It's, it's psychological. Anyway, so are you allowed to put an egg into your chicken soup? What's the shayla? You don't deep fry your eggs, I hope. If you don't deep fry your eggs, so your eggs are basically classically baked, because they're done without liquid, right? It's baked, it's put, it's put on a frying pan that's dry. So how can you put it into your soup? Okay, I don't want to go into all the details, but you understand the idea. Can I change the, the, the way of the method of cooking? In other words, Bishalach atzli, tzliach habishal. Machloikus rishonim, gemorim psachim, tafayoyimi now, but al koponim, halacha lemaisa, we are machbeh. The Ramah says that we're machbeh. Right? Uh, cliche, not cliche. Okay, I'm not going to go into all the, all the situations. The Mishpuzi, the the We're not going to all the sugyus right now. But just to understand, what's the shaila? So, like this: when you add water to a cholent that's dried up, sometimes you open up, it's like sizzling. You know what I mean? It's lost all the liquid. It's completely sizzling. It's roasting away. You add water. Ah, we get cholent tomorrow morning, Baruch Hashem. Right? But what did you just do? What did you just do? You just started cooking something that was roasting. Hello? You cooked something you roasted. Why? It's roasting away on the fire there. And it really is. Even according to Chazanish. That holds it has to get a time sleep. Here, we'll get a time sleep. It's roasting away. It's mummish roasting. And you're adding water. That's Bishel. I had to do that. It doesn't help you. That's good, I like that. You're just not, very good. You are. Why? Because the Be'alocha writes that if something was, and again, Rabbi said, there's so much, we could spend hours on this. If you have Bishel, Achatzli, Achabishel. In other words, I originally cooked it, then it was Tzli, then I cooked it, that's Mutter. So originally the channel was cooked because there was loads of liquid. The liquid diminished and then it became into Tzli, and I'm recooking it, so I didn't change anything from the original one. Okay? That's pretty simple. That's what it is. says, by the way, don't wait until the last moment. Don't wait till it's sizzling away to add water. Try to add water while there is still water in there, just so you get out of the shaila. Okay? David, you with me? Binyavin. So far, so good? Understood? Simple? 
Gavaldik, you did, yeah? Good. Let's talk about the next one now. Let's go to the Heilige Kolboy, Rabbi Say. Let's talk about the Heilige Kolboy. What's the Kolboy, Shaila? What's the Kolboy's problem when it comes to adding water to Cholent? Magus. What? What's Magus? What's Magus means? To mix. Are you allowed to mix Cholent on Shabbos? By the way, the Primagodim is a Shaila. If it's also, then how are you allowed to scoop it out? How are you allowed to take a ladle and scoop the Cholent out from the pot? No, so portion. What's that? That's not true. When you take it out, mixing is happening. When you take a cholin out, a liquidy good Hungarian schmucker cholin, you take out the ladle. We had to do tasters. We did it. No, my sir, we didn't do taste for the whiskey. We don't do taste for the cholin. It's fine. It's okay. What's that? We combine the two. Oh, that's. Oh, we should do the two tastings together. Kira, both sides. Friday night, Oynik. Okay. Um, yes. So the shail is like this. The shail of Meg is like this. Now, those of you that are familiar with the Gemara in Beit Salamadala Domadalaf, getting there soon, right? You up to there yet? Almost. Beit Salamadala talks about the shaila of Megis, which basically means when you take a pot and you mix it, you're high of Mishum Bishal. And the simple reason is, says the Merchsa Mishnah, that when you mix something that's in the process of being cooked, you're making it cook faster. What's the Matthias? So when you want them to cook faster, you give it a mix and therefore the, the things that are on top go to the bottom and it also overturns everything and it makes everything quick, cook quicker. If that's the case, Megis is a Shaila of Bishel. That when you mix something, you're over on Bishel. It's not cooked. What is it? Oh, 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 oh. Comes along Lady Yitzchak and says, very nice. That's only if it's not cooked or if it's cooked, Mashela. Okay, we'll talk about the cold book. Just give me a second over here. Okay, this is very again. This is very again. People like stirring the cholent, right? In or out, doesn't matter. People, in, you stir it, give it, you give it the consistency, give it the same color, the same texture all over the place, right? Right, Yehuda, you mask him? Okay. Now, if that's the case like this, if it's not fully cooked, Levi Yitzhak, you're 100% right. If it's not fully cooked, it's 100% awesome. So Shalavin is a deraisa, because the maestro you're cooking, especially if it's ala it's on the fire and you've got the crock pot there and you give it a mix, that's an isadaraisa, you mamish cooked on Shabbos. You're over on Bishul, the Shalav, Maestro Shabbos, I in the beginning of Seven Shen Yitchas, we talked about it in Sifalav, whether it's an Afkamina, but Mazid, or Bashaygik, what's that? It's not on the fire, it's still a problem. Oh, excellent question. You can't take it off the fire. One second, one second, what's that? Well, you could take it off, you just can't put it back on. We'll get to all of that. That's where everything over here is intertwined. Okay? Now, if it is not fully cooked, obviously it's also to stir it even off the fire. Right? That means if you take the cholent off, you realize it's not fully cooked. Chaval. Let me give it a good mix, also. Because it's in a clearition. Cold's man, you show me this is clearly. Cold's man, you have a clearition. I feel if it's not on the age, but it's Yadza lettuce by hot, it's got a din of Mavashal. It cooks. Natana, are you with me? Yes. Okay. If that's the case, if you take the cholent off the fire, it's, it's not fully cooked, it is also to stir it in that case. Okay? Comes along Rabbi Sai. Comes along Rabbi Sai, the cold boy. And the cold boy says, even if it's fully cooked, you're even an Isidoraisa official. And that nobody can understand. What is the pshat? If I have a cholent that is 100% fully cooked, and I mix it, or magis it, I do hagasa, and all of a sudden the cold boy holds, I'm over on an isa the take it out, throw him off the cliff, and kill the guy. What's the pshat? What did he do wrong? It's a fully cooked cholent. Yaakov, matomer. Matomer, tagidlinu. Hello. Okay. What's the pshat? So the Prebbe says a beautiful pshat. 
The Prinagodim says you're improving the quality. And if you're improving the quality of the item, that's called Bishel. Everybody see with me? Naftali. Go so far. We're going to learn this inside. It's Hashem. When we get there finally. Right? So when you improve the quality of the item, the Prima Godim hold that special. The Shvises HaShabbos learns the problem is that there might be one bean on the top that when you mix it, true, the whole tron is cooked, but there'll be a little bean on the top that's still hard. But you mixing it, you're putting that bean inside, and then you're over on Bishel in that case. The Chazanish wanted a tiny that by mixing it, you make up, so Ponim Chadosh is Balakan, it's an Indian Chadosh, it's a new thing, and that's why it's Osa. Now, if that's the case, that's only going to be Pashtas on the fire. When is the Chumrah of the Kalbai? Only when it's Al Ha'esh, meaning it's in the crock pot, on the fire, it's on the blech, it's on the, it's on the hot plate. What if it's off the fire? I took the cholent, it's fully cooked, and it's off the fire. Am I allowed to mix it now? So the Ramah says that you should be machme and not mix the cholent off the fire. That means, again, Robert, let's get this clear. I took the cholent off, I want to give it a mix. The Ramah says it's better not to. You should be machme not to, even though the Maisa, most poskim are makel, including the Taz and the Mishtabura, that then and the Chayodom, that they're makel to say that if it's off the fire, it's not on the fire, it's not on any source of heat, and it's fully 100% cooked, you're allowed to stir it off the fire. However, the Mishtabura says a very interesting Russian. And it's important to know the Lashon of the Mishtabura. The Mishtabura's Lashon, the Chavetz Chaim's Lashon of here is, then be machme, only stirring it off the fire, but not taking. Which means, the Mishtabura is telling you like this, it doesn't say, should be machme. he says, if you want, there's only a Mokim to be machme, to mix it off the fire, but not to take from it. Taking from it would be 100% okay. Only mixing it would be, uh, again, there is no problem. What about the actual mixing of the water? Um, the pouring of the water in? Let's say I've got all the tenoyim, it's fully cooked, it's off the fire. What's the din over here? So the Beisosa brings this kolbay, and he talks about the Indian of pouring water into Sholem is Hagosa. Because when you pour water into the what does it do? It causes everything to get mixed around a little bit. So it's basically like taking a ladle and mixing it. So according to the base Yosef, uh, according to that, it could be a problem of Hagasa, even Al, even, well, even if it's fully cooked, by the way. No, it's not a grom, it's a Maisa Biyadayim that you're doing. So most boys can hold, even on the fire, even on the fire, it's going to be mutter as long as it's a hundred percent fully cooked. Some hold you have to do it only do it off the fire. Many, many hold what you should do is, and this is the pshara of the Chazanish, that they hold you should pour it in very, very slowly. Right? And this could be the case sometimes if you cannot take it out. For example, we'll get to it, but Hashem, tomorrow, when can you not take it out because you can't put it back in? So then it could be okay to pour it in very, very slowly and then you're not doing a Maisa Hagasa. Now, what about the last shadi we have to deal with today is replacing the lid. What about putting the lid back on? Right? People have this, I don't know what it is, it's a taiva to open the lid, give a schmeck, put it back on. Ah, gewaldig. Yaitza Einik Shabbos, Mutura Asa. Right? So it's a double portion admoid that if the cholent is not cooked, then that is asa. To take it off, no problem. Oh, but to replace it is asa. How do we know that? We know that because we learn Yerodeus, Simon Sadi base. 
And what is the Yeshuchan Oruch saying Yerodei Simon Tzadi based by Basa B'cholov? Tipa Shanofer L'Soycha Tavshel, right? All the Sugya Tipa Shanofer B'Bachot, Machoikas Ri and Rashi over there, of the Gansa Machoikas Rishonim, which is Ravadia held it was the hardest run in Shas to learn. And I'll upon him without going into the details. That if you've got a, a drop of milk that falls onto a, a pot of meatballs and you close the lid, so the entire pot becomes mitzaref. It comes combined as if you basically mixed it. And therefore, since we learn from there that closing the lid on something retains the heat inside in a more intense manner, therefore it comes out that what? It comes out that closing the lid on a pot that is not fully cooked is going to be intensifying the heat and therefore causing the item to get cooked. Shimon asked the Modig Akasha, I, Grama, beautiful Kasha, beautiful Kasha. What about a Grama? Let me ask you a question, Shimon. When you put a chicken soup or a cholent on the fire on Shabbos, Ah, he only gets cooked a little grammar. <laughs> it's going to take three hours to cook. That's a grammar, right? No, because that's the mahalach habishal. The mahalach habishal is to cook it by putting it on and leaving it there. And so, without going into every detail, as I said, we can go on for hours. Al-Kaponim, if to put on a lid, if it's not fully cooked, no way. If it is fully cooked, what is the din? In that case, we're talking about al If it's not on the fire, no problem whatsoever. If it's al-ha'ish, through Moshe's machmeh, Ramosha's machme, the Tiladova, the Shvista, Shabbos, Shmir, Shabbos is machme, Obala Maisa, many Gedolim, including Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, Rabbi Bosnan, Shevet Alevi, Rabbi Yashiv held, Mr. Karelitz and Chotroni held that if it's fully cooked, even on the fire, there is no problem in recovering the lid. The Ezra Shem Rabbi we've got a lot more still to discuss, putting it back, only if it's fully cooked. Not fully cooked, no one holds it, Mota. And we've got to discuss blacks, putting it on, taking it off. Ezra Shem tomorrow, we'll go to that, have a wonderful Gavaldi. Thank you.